Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We are the one, two, three, star losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you my sports facts. My sports opinions because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I'm Eddie, and I know the, I know the least about sports because I am your average sports fan, your sports watcher. I just don't know the who's who's or the what's what's. What's up, you guys? I'm Ray. I'm the gambling god. Usually, my percentage is around 40% last year, this year. That's terrible. It sucks. I'm sorry. I'm also an alpha male from the north. I will give you that confidence you need. If you go to a bar, a guy's shotgun and a beer, it's going to be me. Sorry about the lock last night. I was wrong on the national championship. That's all right. It happens. And we like to start this game, the show off with a game we call Would You Rather? Game on. Okay. Here we go. Would you rather get a national championship ring and ride the bench or play or get second place but actually play in the game? No, I want the ring. I want the ring to kind of show all my friends for the rest of my life. They're not going to know I didn't play. Like, think about it. 50 years from now when I'm in the nursing home and I got the ring on and they're just like, Eddie, you were in the national. I'm like, sure was. Played for Bama. You know, here's my ring. And then it'll be like, wow, that's so cool. They're not going to Google me, you know, and like try to research if I played or not. I'll tell everyone that I played. No, because if you tell everybody you played and they do Google you, then you're just a liar. Oh. Like, if you have you kids... You have to be honest with them and... Like, well, you don't have to, but I'm saying if you tell them you played, and then they look it up and like, dude, you didn't play a snap all oh, year. not your kids, because your kids will know if you played or not. Well, I'm just talking about random like people you work with. Like, if you tell them, oh, yeah, I played in the national championship game, but, but they're going to look up the stats and see you didn't play a down. Is there a difference between, like, saying, yeah, I played the national championship game, or like, yeah, I was in the national championship game? What's yeah. the difference? You were just... You were in it? You played... No, you didn't. No, if you ride the bench, That's you didn't play. It's a team sport. No, 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 no. It's if a you team not, sport. No, no, no. You were ready to go. RTG. Eddie. Well, when a, when a basketball player like sits on the bench the whole game and doesn't get in the game, does he get he, in the box score? It says DNP did not play. Yeah, but he was in the game. No, he wasn't in he the was game. He was there. He was in the arena. No, he was dressed up, but he wasn't in the game. Dang it! 
I mean, you're probably right, but I, I feel like there's a there's something, some way you can say it to where people just think you're in the game. And you yeah, get over it and, I, you and get... I'm torn on this one because I really, like, it is so cool to win a championship, to be part of a championship team and to be able to say we were the great, because you do practice, so you do contribute. Hard. You practice hard. You do contribute to the team a little bit, but at the end of the day, would you rather earn the ring by, or have the playing time like everybody saw you play or walk around with a ring that you rode the bench for. I just, I don't know. Like, I thought I mean, it used to be all about winning the title and having that ring. Like, oh my gosh, even though if you're the fifth string kicker, you're still on the team and you still practice with the team. So you help the team get there because maybe you're running scout team. So I guess you want the ring. Yeah, I don't think you want to be telling your story as, yeah, we lost in the national championship. It was a rough day. It was a rough night. You know, it was tough. We didn't ever, we didn't win. We had a good season, but we didn't win. Like, that's, that's not a conversation you want to have 50 years from now. You want to have that ring, dude, and show people. Yeah, yeah. I, guess, I, I guess you want the ring. You want the ring. I, Coach, I, but let me ask you this, though. When you do win, you're part of the team, and you do win, but you didn't play. Are you celebrating hard with everyone with a champagne and throwing throwing champagne everywhere and jumping up and down with everyone? You didn't do crap, but are you celebrating yes. hard like you yes, played? Yes, because it's, it's sort of like I just said. You did practice with the team, so you help get the team to the championship, so you celebrate with the ring. So, Ray, would you rather win the national championship and ride the bench so you get a ring, or would you rather be on the losing end of it but actually play in the game? You played in it. Uh, it's a tough one. See, no, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say, man. When I think back to when I played sports and when I was an all-star team guy, and at the time I was the youngest and I didn't even play, that sucked. It's dude, not really that fun. You want to but... play and be part of it? Yeah, you got a ring. You want to play, dude? Way over the ring. Way over the ring. So take the loss. The fact that you're playing college football at that level is unbelievable. Dude, if you're a bench warmer and you got the ring, but what's the story 50 years from now? That's what I was telling Lunch Boss. What's the story 50 years from now when you're just like, yeah, man, I played in the national championship. We didn't win. Okay, have that I story mean, in 50 years, but I'm just saying, you, you get a ring, cool. I'm, I got a girl that's a bartender, the Astros, for Houston Astros, for some weird reason, gave her a ring. She now has a Houston Astros ring. Like, everybody gets She slept r- with them or something? I don't know. Everybody gets rings. It's like your claim to fame is you're on the team, you got a ring that's terrible. Be a player. Who cares? If you lose, you lose. Give me being the player, dog. Wait, 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 wait. Wow. You don't wonder why this girl has that ring? I think she was part of the staff of the Houston Astros oh, well, and they gave makes, everybody yeah. a ring. Oh, but then she, she like, doesn't have the same ring as the players. A different ring. The, the staff gets a different type of ring depending on what level of employee you are. If you've been with you know, if you've been with the team for twenty years, you probably get a little bit nicer ring. If you've been in the front office for one year, probably not as nice. Or if you're, you know, a secretary, you probably get a little less of a ring. It just uh, depends. Like when Boggs and I were hanging out, Wade Boggs. He oh, had, no, did he ever text you back? No, he never did. We, he had his rings on, and it was cool, man. Like, he had one Boston How ring. How many was he wearing at the same time? Two. He had the Boston ring and the Yankees ring. I was going to say, if he had any more than two, one Wade per Boggs hand. won a World Series? I mean, he, they may have been... Cha- uh, um, AL pin a- or AL whatever. Pennant, yeah. They may have been, but they were still cool rings, and they had diamonds on it. And so it was like, that's cool. He's still wearing it. Like, I think a ring is important. It's almost like... Well, Alabama will get a ring for winning the whatever bowl they won. I don't know if it was the Rose Bowl or whatever. Oh, they yeah, won the... but that's not... 
I mean, that's not the ring. Right. It's not the national championship ring. Yeah. So I just wondered. That was it. That's how you play. Would you rather? Boys, the game last night, I said it would not be a blowout. It would come down to a field goal, and it, you could not turn the game off at halftime. right, man. And I was absolutely wrong. I was on the right side of it. But I was on the wrong. I did not see a total blowout by Clemson. Unbelievable. Does it all start because of that two interception within the first two seconds of the game? Well, yes. That, well, that's I mean, the that's the the mood setter. I mean, is that that that's what it takes to set a mood? Then, man, you tell all your DBs you come out and intercept that ball because then we're going to win the national championship if you do that. Yeah, it's that easy. That you tell turned, your DBs to do it and they do it. It's really crazy. That turned the whole damn game. That one thing it just kind of flustered Alabama. Then they start getting risky, no, gambling, no, doing no, fake it field did goals. Not matter. It correct. Clemson dominated the. Game because wow. after that interception, the next drive was no. It was Alabama again. Yeah, then like, they rolled it. They sixty rolled yard touchdown pass. Touchdown. Boom, they what do up? like they do, but that's just not what happened for the rest of the game. It was it was interesting because Alabama moved the ball. They yeah. got it in, into the red zone. They got it into Clemson territory three times. Three times they turned it over on downs because they couldn't pick up fourth downs. And I the one, was it fourth and one two all oh. of them all of them one yes. or two. I, I like a one or two when you get to three. Eh, I don't like going well, for it fourth and Fourth three. and six. They try to fake. Th- this was the weirdest one of the whole. This the weirdest call I've seen Nick Saban do. I, I don't know if he was panicked or what. If you're going to go for it on fourth and six that deep in their own end, like in Clemson's zone, like you're about to score, I, I just don't get why you're going to run a fake field goal there. You'd rather have Tua... Run a regular play, I would imagine, because your fake field goal is your snapper picking it up and running Coach. straight into the line, and he got He's your lead a, blocker. The, the kicker was the your kid, lead blocker. Yeah. So the holder <laughs> runs up, and they both just get annihilated. I mean, these big old Clemson they defensive linemen knocked them into next week, and Alabama said, we're not even going to try kicks anymore because these guys are dead. <laughs> But, but Coach, I, I saw something, too, that maybe, I don't know, this is just me maybe looking into it again, because this is what I do. I look at faces, and I think, ooh, maybe this is what really happened. I saw Saban's face after that, and he wasn't happy, not with the outcome of the play. I think he was happy with the call. He was unhappy about the call of the play, because the the special teams coach was right there next to him trying to explain something to him, and he just kind of waves him off, like, shut up, like, get out of my face. Like, that's what I get for going with your advice. That's kind of what I felt. I felt like Saban, that was not Saban's call. I'm sure he approved it, but I don't think that was Saban's idea. It was Saban's idea to fake the field goal. Oh, I didn't think it was. Because the the special teams coordinator is not going to send out a kicker and I, just decide, hey, fake it, without telling Nick Saban. Nick Saban has to say, all right, send him out there, but we're going to fake. Run the fake. Because they have to know. Okay. Or else... You, I mean, in that position, let's say they're down by three and they fake it. I mean, and you don't think Nick Saban has a say in it? No, I think he he knows and he approves it again. Yeah. But I feel like he was just like, I don't really feel it, but whatever. I'm going to go with your instinct. Let's no. do it. Who, so, who's the head coach? Now, Whose instinct does he trust the most? His. He trusts himself. And I'm going to. But tell he you, also has a staff that he trusts. I mean, this is right. This is but what who you, who who does it come down to? Him, and it's him. his responsibility. It's him. He makes all final decisions. But the look yep, on his that's face. That's the key. Final decisions. Yeah, dude, you can have a staff. You can have a housekeeper, a nanny, 
uh, dog walker, uh, and second nanny, a butler. But it, the final decision is made by the head of the house, and that's And Saban. he couldn't figure it out. You looked at his face, and he looked miserable all night. All night. And, and both... Both interceptions, if you read his lips after Tua throws two interceptions. He said F. No, he said, <laughs> God damn it, Tua. Like he, he said really? it both times. They showed it on I think I, I don't know where what I was watching afterwards. They go, let's see his reaction after the first one, and you see him mouth, God damn it, Tua. Next one, God damn it, Tua. Exact same saying both times. And Clemson just dominated well, Clemson was a better team. They dominated in every facet of the game. Their defense was man. Man, man amongst boys. I mean, they dominated. And that was and even without big dude. Without Dexter Lawrence, their other um, that's what I'm saying. Their defensive line, two of those, they're all three of them, the guy that didn't play is gonna go in the first round of the NFL draft. They are that good. They absolutely don't and they they came back for their senior year because they wanted that moment. And the one thing it goes back to though is if you look at Dabo Sweeney, he made an incredibly tough decision after four games this year. Kelly Bryant had been their starter. He had led them to the semifinals of the college football season last year. And after four games, he said junior he had waited his time behind Deshaun Watson and he benched him. He said, "You know what? After four games, I'm going to Trevor Lawrence, a true freshman. A true freshman, 18 years old, turned 19 at some point this season." I'm going to put him in the game because he gives us the best chance to win. And that move by Dabo Sweeney won them a national title. Absolutely. And you know, we don't see the the behind-the-scenes stuff. So we know in games, we know what it looks like Kelly Bryant. We know what Lawrence looks like. In practice, what if Lawrence just dominated Kelly Bryant to the point that it was so obvious to Dabo that obviously the choice is Lawrence? We've seen this in practice. Every day he beats him in the scrimmages. He's, Kelly Bryant isn't that good. So he knew. We only see what we see in the games and we're like, oh, well, he can. Kelly Bryant can run. He maybe doesn't have the best arm, but he's a great runner. We weren't there at the practice facilities. Mm-hmm. I bet Dabo had so much sureness in his uh, in his opinion of that. It was all Lawrence. I, all, he must have dominated in practice. And I think he just saw the potential of Lawrence was way, the ceiling was higher of what Clemson could be with Lawrence at quarterback over Bryant. And they even asked him about that after the game, and he was just like, "Look, no disrespect to Kelly Bryant. He is an he's a great football player, a great human being, but I had to go with the better football player, and that is my that's the that's my job is to give our our team the best chance to win. So him having the guts to bench this guy, and then Kelly Bryant he's out like he left Clemson. So my question now: Do you give Kelly Bryant a national championship ring, and does he want it? Do you give it to him? No. I don't think you he, give it to him, and he started I don't, I don't think four he games. wants it either. He started four games. He won four games for you. Mm, doesn't matter. He didn't win the national championship. I wonder if the dude watched the game. He wasn't even there. He's the did not play, did not show up, wasn't even there. Right. He transfers. He left school. Like He's out. <laughs> I think the ring answer is if you didn't invite him to the game, he he's ain't not getting a ring. ring. <laughs> if yeah. he's not on the sidelines there with a special invitation... Yeah. yeah, they ain't friends. They if ain't you, talking. If you like him, you should have started him and put a ring on it. That's a good like point. Like Beyonce, you know Yeah, saying? I got you. But so they yes. didn't, so no. Ah, ah, no So, ring. but Dabo Sweeney having the, I mean, that, that has to be so tough for a coach that some kid you recruited, and he waited his time, and you tell him he's going to have a shot. He leads you to the semifinal. It's sort of like Jalen Hurts. Exactly. Nick Saban coach. last year with uh, Jalen Hurts. He benches him for Tua, and that was the end of Jalen Hurts. When they see these quarterbacks, it's great a quarterback can run. 
uh, Kelly Bryant can run, Jalen Hurts can run, but when you see Lawrence Sunshine and he can throw a deep ball that is beautiful, that's something Kelly Coach, Bryant can't do and okay. never did do. When you say like it, it must have been hard for them, I'm learning more and more about these college coaches that like like Saban and Dabo, like these dudes. I don't think it's hard for them. Like I think sure initially is like, oh man, like I don't want to do it. But then screw it, man. This is my job. We're gonna win. We're gonna do whatever it takes to win. Like, I'm not gonna look back and be like, dang it, I feel bad for Kelly. He's gonna be fine. Like, convince themselves, like, it's okay. Like, you're acting like you're in the boardroom right now. I'm acting like inside okay. the coach's mind that's just like, no, nah, man, you you have to win. Like, heart of a champion, not like hard like a good person. Like, oh, I feel bad for him. I think internally, these coaches are hardcore, dude. Like, I mean, you saw Saban and do it to like you just said to Hurts and like and and now Dabo like these dudes have to do what they need to do to win and they do it regardless of whose feelings they hurt. Right, but I think they do have an emotional uh, attachment to some of these kids, and I, I I think you saw it after the SEC title game when Jalen Hurts came back in and led them to victory. Nick Saban was crying in the he was getting choked up in the post game interview talking about Jalen Hurts and what it took. And how amazing that kid was! Yeah, and because so, he he pulled him through yeah, the ringer, yeah, and also he wouldn't have been the national championship. But he, a, those no, were but cheers of hey. Saban pulled him through the ringer like that was brutal for for Hertz, and I think he knew that it was brutal for him. Right, and that's what I'm saying. So I think they do feel but, like but, yeah, they, they feel they but, feel for a second. Yeah, no, but that's that's a year later that Nick Saban, eight months down the road, that after he benched him, he is. He's emotional because he he likes to see he was emotional for Jalen Hurts in the moment he had like I think that yeah. he feels it guys they've think, been dating for years right because <laughs> right, you, right, you're right, recruiting right. them you but, go into their but house. guys hold up hold up you're forgetting that they've been dating for years and you just broke up with your girlfriend but she says I'm not leaving I'm still living here <laughs> oh that's even worse. That's like great. This isn't like Dabo where he's like, break up with Kelly Bryant, my girlfriend. And it's all, and, and you see don't, And you don't think about it don't anymore. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. No, but he wanted him to stay. I know he did, but 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 girl, he didn't. Okay, what guy doesn't want like do guys break up with their girls and say like, I want you to stay? Like no, like sure, it'd be nice to have two girls, right? <laughs> like sure, it'd be nice. I like them both. No, you have to pick one or the other, and this is what these coaches are doing. Like, right, right, but he, Dabo Sweeney did not, like, I think, like, when I watch Dabo Sweeney, he seems to genuinely care about the players. Like, when he was talking, like, after the game, when they interviewed him, we got a clip. I watched this guy, and I'm like, this, I, I wanted to go play for Clemson football listening to this guy talk. I hope that you get a little, a little hope from us and a little inspiration that, hey, if we can do it, Anybody can do it, and that's, that's I mean that. Listen, if a guy like me, I said this two years ago. I, I, I mean, you can't write a Hollywood script like this. Only God can do this, and that's a fact. And and people may think I'm crazy or quacky or whatever, but only God can orchestrate this. You can't. No Hollywood producer can write it. But I'm just telling you, if I can do it, if these Clemson Tigers can do it, hey, anybody can do it if you have a belief in yourself and what you're doing and you surround yourself with a bunch of great young people that are passionate about winning and tonight we conquered a mountain that ain't ever been conquered the flags on the top and uh man i just i can't wait to celebrate wow i mean he just seems 
so fun. Like he's passionate, and he just seems like he enjoys it, and he lets his kid like the 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 Clemson guys up on the stage seem like they were having so much fun and dancing. And Nick Saban doesn't ever let loose like that, and just seem like he is joyful for the moment. And I that was, love that was that. an interesting audio clip. Interesting because he says me, 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 God, 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 and these wonderful kids. Like, that was weird to me. Like, you have a dude saying, if I could do it, I could, you can do it. I mean, really, two years ago, I, I, like, I won this game. I did it. You can do it too. But you know what? It's for God. God did it. You know, like, overall, God did it. Oh, and then these kids, like, all of us did it. You know what I mean? It was just like, whoa, Dabo, you just like... That's an interesting angle, but that's not really it. <laughs> no, no, no. But he I like what, what you were listening for, though. That's no, because there was a lot of I did it. No, he's talking about, he's saying he was... And, and you prefaced the whole audio clip with, you know, like, these kids. Like, I, I saw, I heard one mention of these kids. Wow, you re- you're reading, wow, I guess maybe I didn't play a good Play it cl- again, play it again. No, no, play. no, 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 hold on. I am telling, like, he. what he's saying is... In the clip, in the beginning of it, but well, I guess what's not in there. Uh, oh, okay. Is he more? was talking, yeah, because the first thing he said is, "I first I got to give honor to the glory of the God, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's right. like, and I can't believe we did it again. Like, we did it two years ago, and I told my team, listen, it's a, it's not a matter if, it's when. One of our teams is going to win it again. Why can't it be you guys? And he was a wide receiver coach when they fired the coach in the middle of the season, and they came in and said, fix it, your team. He's a wide receiver. He's never been an offensive coordinator, no head coach in any level. And they put, and that's what he's saying by me. Like, if I can coach a national champion, any of you guys out there can coach a national champion. Wow. That's what he's saying. <laughs> and I just, I thought he, his, the way he talks. Yeah, and the he's way, getting recruits. He, he did a great exactly. little answer right there. <laughs> that's what I mean. I feel like he relates to these players, and you can see the genuine emotion and care. And Nick Saban never talks like this. He never well, shows emotion. Different, and different ex- kind of personality. And that's what I mean. I think he is the new head honcho of college football, and you it saw it last be. night. What do you mean, head the new head honcho? Do you think Saban's done? He's not done, okay. but I think Cause, kids Because right now Saban, I mean, before last night, head, head honcho is Saban. Yes, but I think you see that the kids and how he acts and he did, and the kids on the students on stage, the players, whatever you want to call them, kids. They're kids. They, yeah. they were talking about, man, if you guys want a coach that dances in the locker room, you guys want to, you guys come on out west. You know what I mean? And come play with or come out come east. Come out west. They, east they were in. We're gonna find a different school. Yeah, out South there. Carolina. They were They're on gonna the find USCL, UCLA and USC. <laughs> come find UW Huskies. <laughs> come find Idaho. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little excited, okay? It's okay, good. But what I'm saying, he goes, these kids that are out west, that's what they said. They said, the kids out west, if you don't know where we're at, come on out we east. east. Our coach dances. We have fun. We party. Like, you want a good time? Come to Death Valley! I mean, there's definitely a, and I a just, personality difference between those two coaches. Absolutely. And if you watch, who would you rather play for? I'd rather play for Dabo. Dabo! He just looks like it's more fun of a program. Yes, you know, like, and he actually—I feel like he actually enjoys it. Nick Saban, you never—he's won how many national titles? And I've never seen the emotion or the excitement that Dabo Sweeney has when they win. I heard he goes home and throws a crazy party. Saban, uh, Saban, Nick Saban. Yeah, Nick Saban. That's what I heard. I heard that like he throws crazy house parties after national championships. Well, I would hope he's letting loose a little yeah. bit. I hope he just doesn't go on his dock and read a book and look at the lake. 
Like that's boring. You and guys, he lives guys in, I'm kidding. I never heard that. Yeah, like, I know you didn't. <laughs> no that. one's ever said that. And that's what. I, and, and Dabo Sweeney was so good. He goes, "We're gonna party. I can't wait to celebrate. And Friday we're gonna have a team meeting, and we're gonna enjoy this. And then we're gonna talk about how can we do it again next year." Woo! I love Dabo Sweeney. I love him, and I hope wow. he never leaves Clemson because he went. He played football at Alabama. So when Nick Saban retires, they think Dabo Sweeney could jump to Alabama. I hope he stays at Clemson for the rest of his life and just wins at Clemson. Yeah, because we like dynasties. Dynasties are yes. great for the game. They really are. The Oregon randomly playing in the championship, cool, that's fun and everything, but the dynasties are sweet, man. I mean, if you were at a bar last night, I was at a bar in Nashville, every person was watching the TV. Like that was the it game. I mean the Super Bowl will be good, but that was the it the game. The Super Bowl is ten times bigger, bigger than of that. Of course. But I'm saying in the it's past not on a Monday night. <laughs> in the past five months, that was that like that was the huge game to watch. Like there yes. hasn't been anything bigger in, in a while. So that was awesome. That was an it thing to watch on TV. There you go. Super Bowl, month and a half, that's gonna be the as well. <laughs> And can we talk okay. about Trevor Lawrence? I, like I, at I, nineteen years old, amazing. At nineteen, like I knew the Clemson defense was good. I never did not realize the Clemson offense was going to be that good. Well, coach, think about what you said before the like before the game. We talked about yesterday's podcast. Like we don't know how this kid's going to play. Like this is his first time. Is the big stage going to scare him? Yes. And, and sure enough, we saw a human out there, uh, a nineteen-year-old human who has emotions, and he goes in and he can't do crap for the first three drives. Like. Can't do crap. First drive, can't even complete a pass. Then how did he like, rack up all those yards? Ice he, water in his veins he got is it. how. He got it. Once you, I mean, you walk into a house and everyone's staring at you. You're just like, uh, then give me a beer. Let me hang out. Take my shoes off. Let's play ball. Like, he got comfortable quick. And then, I mean, he got used to it. Was Bama not getting pressure on him? No. He was just they hanging out. They were not out. getting pressure on him at all. The offensive line of Clemson did a great job of protecting him. He did. I don't know. He he got hit a few times. He did. But I don't ones. remember his jersey being that dirty, except for you know when he ran a couple times, he slid down. But besides that, I don't remember him ever being in real danger back there. And he looked comfortable, and he just looked poised. A 19-year-old. So this tells me in two years, he's going pro. You want to know what NFL team right now? You better start tanking. For two um, years? Unless... You want to be decent next year, the year after that, you want to be terrible, and you want this guy's the number one pick. Say, 2021. Say, say that again. Good first year. Good? No. Decent second year. Wait, terrible second year. What What does he need to do to get in the NFL? No, he's going to the NFL. So regardless. He is the number one draft pick in 2021. Mark it. The number unless he, one. Unless he gets hurt. Unless he gets hurt. Right. But if he goes when he goes pro, he's the number one pick by far. 2021 draft, he's the number one pick. Mark NFL NFL teams have to think right now, how can we position ourselves in 2021 to get him as our quarterback? Okay. Hey, and you know what we learned about Tua? He ain't going to the NFL. No, Tua's no, going, he's going to the NFL. He's going Not to the as NFL. a quarterback. What are you talking what are you about? Are they going to play a kicker? Is he going to replace Peaky? What, what? He still had Is a he good replace game. Parky? He threw two interceptions. Saying, eh, you don't do that on the big stage. Coach. There's not a left-handed QB. You don't think Tom Brady's ever thrown two picks on a big stage? Not you don't left-handed. Think Peyton, well, yeah, because he's not left-handed. You don't think they Boomer's don't like, Eisen? They don't like short guys, and they don't like lefties. I know the NFL. <laughs> okay. Why do you not think? Do you think he's going to go to the NFL? Yes. But he won't. He'll be like third string. He ain't seeing the field. He's well, not no, a Lamar he's Jackson. He's not going to start. Of course Why is not he not to start? He's not a Baker Mayfield. Had, guys, two days ago, you guys were talking about Tua, 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 For and then college, he has one no, bad no, game. Two o'clock. 
Yeah, for college. He had one bad game, and you guys are acting like he's not going to the NFL. I'm trying think he, to think how NFL thinks right now. Why are you roping me into this? I didn't I didn't say he's going to the NFL. You said he's not going to start. He's he not going to see the field. No, I didn't say that. I said first year in the NFL, he will not start. That's not. He's not that kind of quarterback. He's not the quarterback that comes out and be like, a team's just like, we need a left-handed little guy. Like, he's going to need to work his way up, like, you know, in the big leagues, like, for sure. But he's going to be in the NFL. I wonder what those Mel Kuyper and all them have him. They got to have him on a big board. Who's Mel Kuyper? And you guys say he's short. He's six foot one. Coach, how? I didn't say he was short. I said he's a lefty. I said I, I NFL said, doesn't like short and they don't like lefties. I, I didn't said say he's he was short. short. I'm six flat. I'm not, I mean, that's one foot taller than me. Like, I'm not even close to being height of an NFL quarterback. You want to know how tall Russell Wilson is? Okay, Russell Five, Wilson, Drew, 11. Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, little guys, fine. Okay, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, how tall is Baker Mayfield? He's short too. Go ahead, hit it. He is. Let's see, six foot one. Go ahead. Who else? Tom Brady. <laughs> okay, how short? <laughs> when how you short gotta is, dig that deep on Wikipedia, I mean, we're, we're, dude. We're, how we're, short is Tom Brady? I mean, if we want to keep going. How short is Tom Brady? Yeah, everyone's short. 6'1". That's what Lunchbox says. No, I didn't say everybody, but you okay. say he's too short. But I'm showing you there are guys that are the same. Brady's 6'4". It's an average quarterback height. you got to be above your line. Like, you've got to see above your but offensive line. Baker Mayfield does it. Drew Brees does it. Uh, Russell Wilson does it. Like, I mean. they're no, Coach, I mean, sure. There are people that do it. Absolutely. Then you would say that Trevor Lawrence is too big because there's never been a good quarterback over 6'5". Got him. I mean, coach, I'm, you can argue with me all you want. That's fine. No, I'm just I'm saying I don't know why you guys. He had one bad game, and it wasn't I wasn't even, saying it was because of that game, but it was a big stage, and it, and it I, wasn't even his, a lot of it. His offensive line didn't protect him. They were in his face all night, and he threw the one interception starting off, and then he came back and he threw for three hundred something yards. Yeah, no, I, that's I, good. Uh, but he did, definitely got the belt after the game from oh, his dad. From crap. I mean, oh, throwing two interceptions. Man. You know his dad was waiting in the tunnel with that belt going, get over here, son. Well, Dad, Nick Saban wants to talk to me about No, son, you get over here. I got the belt ready. Who got the championship belt that Alabama gives out? Oh, they probably just put that just in the bag. Just kind of put it away. Like, you know. It's kind of like the turnover chain with Miami. You didn't really see that this year. They kind of just put it away in the bag a little so bit. So after, like, the, after the third quarter, they're like, hey, put that belt away. Like, go <laughs> pack it up. Yeah, and then I found another, and another thing how I said Dabo's the new king. Yeah, uh, head honcho. Head said. honcho. Because Ross, Justin Ross, that wide receiver for mm-hmm. Clemson, he is the he, – last year he was the number one high school football player in the state of – Alabama, mm-hmm. and he signed with Clemson. Oh, okay. So he's crossing over to the state Crossing line. over, and he was amazing last yeah, night. Yeah, those also, wide receivers were really good. They were so good. I put a bet down that Renfro was going to get more than 50 yards. The guy touched the ball three times. They went to the other guys? Yeah, I they, guess they double-covered uh, Renfro the I mean, whole time. Well, I mean, he, he had his choices. Lawrence just stood in there like a boss and just threw just that rock around. Give me an open receiver. Over, I mean, all over. And the frustration on Alabama, just late hits, little chippy shots. Man, it was it was incredible to see. Going into the fourth quarter, did Alabama have a chance? No chance. Okay, so no, was it weird? I didn't watch the fourth quarter. Was it weird watching Alabama? Just... They put Jalen Hurts in. They did? They, did? they put Jalen Hurts in. What did he do? Nothing. Nothing. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. They did the same thing that they did all night. Nothing. But it was something you haven't seen Alabama. They get get thumped like that. Get beat like that. That doesn't happen in years. And it was just interesting, though, because they got stopped on downs three times in Clemson territory. So it it had the potential to be a really close game because they got stopped on the five-yard line, on the 20-yard line, and like the 25. So they were right there. They just couldn't punch it in. And that's just a credit. And and uh, Dabo Sweeney said, they said, well, you know, what were you thinking going? He goes, look, I thought I had the better players. I thought I had the better leaders. I thought we had a better game plan. I thought we had better Dang. athletes. Like, and he, if I could do it, anybody can do it. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. If little old Clemson can do it, anybody can do it, he said. And that was awesome. So back to what I was saying about, like, faces and all that. Like, one thing I saw on that fake kick, you know, like uh, – these the place the kicker and the the holder both are looking at the sideline like waiting for that sign. So it looked like a and fake. And it's like, guys, I know athletes are bad actors. Like, what athletes are Hollywood stars? None of them. They're all bad actors. The Rock. They're, like, uh, yeah, okay. There's there a few of them, but <laughs> Peyton Manning. I mean, coach, you're gonna, you're you're all. Yeah, he's not a Hollywood actor. Oh. He's a commercial dude. Oh, like, right. they're just not good actors. Like, guys, hide it a little better that you're going to do something. Like, even the announcers are like, okay, I think something's going to expect possibly a fake uh, field goal attempt here because uh, something looks a little fishy out there. No, like, they, they said it just feels like a fake at this point right. in the game. And then they start looking at, like, the sideline, like, oh, good, <laughs> now, now, fake one now? Okay, all right, all right, let's go. And it's interesting to see, like, if you really, I think last night they pointed out a couple other things, too. There were really a lot of games within the games like that was kind of cool to watch like they pointed out two of the two of the linemen I think uh, it was the Clemson defense outside uh, defensive end versus whoever was guarding him and like there was an in game within the game to see those two guys fight the whole time and some sometimes uh you know Clemson would win that side and sometimes Alabama would win but it was a cool struggle same thing watching like these hand signals or like these where their eyes are at, and watching coaches' uh, description after a play goes wrong, or their the look on their face, like it's interesting. There's so many games within the game when you watch a game like last night. Yeah, and it's and it's what's crazy to think is both these teams will be better next year. They're gonna be yeah. better than they were this year. What's up with Tua? He's a sophomore. Okay, so he's still he's got bad. another year. Yes, Trevor Lawrence is a freshman. That wide receiver Ross, freshman. Okay, so I we're mean, looking at the exact two same, same teams in the championship next year. Odds-on favorites coming out of Vegas already. Clemson. Clemson, Alabama. I just, it, it was just, wow. I'm, I'm just so, I was so impressed with Clemson last night. And I think another problem is Nick Saban, the trouble with him 
is he keeps losing assistant coaches. Every single year, his defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, they go become head coaches at different colleges. And so that is hard to maintain a staff and get a staff that's good enough. And that's they're, gonna, they're leaving to uh, to improve their career. Right, they're right. not leaving because they don't like Saban, right? That's not the right. feeling you get. Well, I think Lane. Yeah, I think some may leave because they don't like him, but they're also moving to further, further their, their career. career. Like the head coach at Tennessee was at Alabama. The the offensive coordinator for uh, Alabama is going to Maryland. I mean, just different. They're they all le- they're leaving. Kirby Smart, the defensive coordinator, now at Georgia. So it's hard to keep the staff, like to keep your the it all together. With that, and so I think that's one struggle you're seeing with the Alabama. Don't all coaches doesn't that happen with a lot of coaches? Most of them, you have to be one of the good ones, and it's gonna eventually. It's gonna happen at Clemson. Well, they say. Well, no, they say Clemson. I mean, they pay so much that one dude's getting crazy money. The guy has to be held back. Yeah, dude, he's getting unbelievable money. So I mean, it's almost like Dabble can always just keep his staff. They're paying those dudes so much money. And so, well, Alabama does too. But once you get a head coaching job, you're getting three million instead you're of getting, a million. Sure. You're like, okay, I and your shot. I think their one dude's getting two million. They're saying which one? Venables, the guy that I think that has to get held back. That's Dabo. No, not Dabo. No, Dabo doesn't <laughs> get held back. Maybe the offensive coordinator. <laughs> no, he's the defensive coordinator. Oh, Brent Venables. Venables. Yeah, he's yeah. the guy. He's, he's the guy with money. the guy that holds him back. He's big money. He's and got the belt puller. Eventually, they're going to get hired away too, and then that's when you got to see if Dabo can maintain with other coordinators. I mean, he lost Chad Morris, his old Correct. offensive coordinator, but. He's got it flowing, and they, I mean, they're, they're oh, they here got to stay. It flowing. They are now, them and Alabama, I mean, they are elite programs. Clemson is officially an elite program, and just be ready next year when it's Alabama, Clemson in the Final Four. I'd love to ask the dumbest question today. Does uh, Nick Saban retire after that game? No. No. Okay. When he retires, he's going to go out on top. Okay. He doesn't want to go out with a that bitter taste, his worst loss in the history, like since he's been at Alabama, in his mouth. And he doesn't even have the look like he's even close to thinking about retirement. Like, like you know, sometimes you feel it. You feel it in in, in coaches, and just like, oh, I have a feeling like he's kind of over it. You, I don't guess get a sense like of Bill saving. Snyder at Kansas State, like when he was out there with the walker on the last game. <laughs> I, I, that was the sign. <laughs> okay, I, I knew that I he was going to be. <laughs> I didn't mean the health. I, I had a feeling he was going to be like Bobby Bowden. Like I mean, he could barely even talk. I mean, it was time to, okay. Would well, the saving play until like he can't walk anymore? I mean, he'll play as long as he can. But I mean, I just don't know if he can get in the game anymore and take those hits. No, a coach, coach. See, I can't even talk to this guy. He has to take everything literally. No, you did the same thing when I said West Coast and East Coast. So I'm not I, talking to you anymore. Okay, that's not fine. even looking you in the face. I mean, I said, "Oh, come out west." Oh, yeah, they're I gonna find UCLA. I mean, I, so I can't I, stand and I know right now. him. It's all hey, rude. I do have a dumber question though. Okay. What Ray said: Does when Trevor Lawrence gets drafted and goes to the NFL, does he keep his long hair or cut it? Yeah, I, that long hair's got to go eventually. Or does it even last another year? I, hey, NFL NFL dudes are for, for sure going to tell him <laughs> that was cute in college, that's cute. but like. We're gonna what get are you your, talking they're, about? They're like, dread, his, dread that up or cut it. You that's know, his thing. Like, so if he many, likes it, that's his hairstyle. No, I know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm saying. I'm, I'm asking for a prediction. I don't. I, I just try to think like NFL people. Because Tom Brady tell. changes his hair all the time. He had long hair. He had short hair. He has this hair, that hair. I don't think they care. And I, well, I nah. remember brow. Anthony, nice. they, they would go, "Hey, you need to change your brow. Your unibrow." Yeah, and he was like, "No, I'm not changing my unibrow, guys." Yeah, the, the the thing that keeps you unique is important to that superstar like status. You know, I mean, again, you like, know, is Lawrence unique? His arm and just gunning. No, that co- yes, his he, that's that's what's unique about him, Coach. There are very very few players that their 
athletic ability is what makes them a superstar. Very, very few. It's what they are with their Ooh. different things, like different hairstyles, different clothing no. lines, different the, no. their, their attitudes on the field. Everything that's what changes them to a superstar. So, yeah, so that tell me. So tell me who the boss, a superstar. Like you know, like that. That was like separated. Uh, okay. Anthony Davis, you know, you remember, oh, that eyebrow guy, yeah. Odell Beckham Jr., it's not what he does on the field, because, I mean, they don't really, he it hands, is catches what, it with one hand. It is okay, what, everyone's going to start doing that, and you're no longer going to be known for that dude, but he's got an attitude. He's got the crazy hair. Got it. Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah, he's the guy on TV sometimes. He dances with the stars, and he's on the commercials. But, but how, did the he get, how did he get on TV? He doesn't no, have no, crazy. I didn't say that. No, I didn't no. say that. They all have athletic ability. All of them have athletic ability. You said their athletic ability doesn't make them superstars. His athletic ability made him a superstar. It got him on TV. Celebrity, uh, uh, a sports star, uh, all that famous sports person. That's all. That's they're all. Yeah, they're all sports athletes. But your your argument was that their athletic ability doesn't make them superstars. Superstar. Yes. Without it, they wouldn't be like Antonio Brown has nothing about him that says superstar, except for that because of his athletic ability, he was on Dancing with the Stars. He doesn't have crazy hair or anything like that. He just has athletic ability. He doesn't have an amazing personality that we knew about. He just went on Dancing with the Stars. He's in a couple commercials. We're, we're learning more. day Every year, we're learning more about Antonio Brown. Right. So that's what's going to make him famous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like LeBron, we know so much about LeBron. But his athletic beyond... ability made him famous. Absolutely. 100%. Coach, that, coach, but you're, 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 you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. No, you, your argument, you're talking Joe about Mont- all these guys are superstars, but it takes them to that next level over superstars. Tom Brady, great quarterback, you know, whatever. He's, but he's a superstar, but because, he's a superstar of, because he married a supermodel. No, and, no. Because of his athletic <laughs> yes. ability. But then he went to just like this astronomical level because he married a supermodel. Coach, I don't, think, I don't think you guys know what super means in the superstar. Yes, athletes are stars. Yeah, they're famous. No, superstar is someone, a household name where everyone right. knows. I feel but, like you but, can get the super title with your athletic ability winning how LeBron James that's became a superstar. a superstar. No one would have put him in commercials if he wasn't a superstar. No one would care. You're he... talking about Mr. Worldwide. You become Mr. Worldwide when you marry with all Giselle. This extra stuff. Giselle, hair, crazy guy. Yeah. Oh, he's on this uh, Chunky Campbell's commercial. Yeah, a great athlete's not going to make it in People Magazine. Sorry. You're talking about Mr. Worldwide. Superstar. No, you're not talking about superstar. Because Tom Brady is a superstar. Uh, yeah, he Drew is, Brees he is, is a superstar. Is a superstar. Drew, Athletic Drew, ability. Drew Brees, Drew Brees is not a superstar. He's coach. a famous athlete, not a superstar. Who isn't? Drew Brees. <laughs> okay, coach, he's a superstar. No, he's not, guys. I'm sorry to tell you, but my my grandma or my dad like doesn't know who Drew you Brees is. You are talking about a pop culture star. Yeah, you're talking about that's what a superstar you're is. You're talking about Mr. Worldwide. Superstar in the sports world is an athletic superstar. I'm talking about sports world. Oh, then you need athletes. to say Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, you're okay. saying worldwide, like pop star level, coach. You need to say TMZ status. Yeah, a superstar. Is someone who is great pop has great popularity appeal and is widely known, prominent, and or successful in some field. That's an athlete. That's an athlete. Okay, that would be an athlete. Their field. They're a superstar in athletics. I mean, super superstar, like (laughs) superstar, Uh, Mr. Worldwide, whatever. Mr. Worldwide, thank you. Yes, and uh, that that's the national championship. Like you want to go? Let's tell you who's the favorite next year. I mean, I told you Clemson and Alabama coming in. 12 to 1. Ohio State, your boy, Ryan Day, and the Georgia Bulldogs. Hmm. Next, the Michigan Wolverines. Hmm. And coming in at 15 to 1. Texas. Oklahoma Sooners. Wow. 
So they must have some quarterback with, in without waiting. Without Kyler Murray. They must have, listen, Vegas knows more than I know, so they must have some quarterback ready to go, and they got a good recruiting How class. How does Vegas know more than you know? Like, like they are do, do they have insiders? They study everything. They are in touch I, with everything. Then the Texas Longhorns. So everybody, I thought Texas was next year was their year. I guess Oklahoma's still loaded. I didn't, had no idea. Where, they, does, where does Texas A&M fall in all this? Nowhere. They're not even Nowhere. in the top. You know, because it goes Texas Longhorns, Nebraska Cornhuskers, Washington Huskies, Florida Gators, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. That's all I got. Wow. Penn State's 100 to 1, Florida State 100 to 1, Michigan State 200 to 1, Stanford 200 to 1. That Notre Dame quarterback, how, where, where is. What? Oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. What's his name? Book? Ian Book. Ian Book. He's good. Interesting. But the, there's rumors that the head coach at Notre Dame and uh, Tampa Bay are interested in each other. Really? That he may bolt for the NFL. Yeah, is that Kelly? What's his Brian name? Kelly? Brian Kelly. Yep. Yeah. And that'd be interesting because it's tough to win at Notre Dame because they have high standards of getting into school. They don't lack. They they're not lax with their admissions like a lot of schools for athletes. Like I watch I watch the old movie channel like uh, the Turner Classic Movies. You know, like they play movies from all like you know forties, thirties, twenties, whatever fifties. Yeah. And there was a movie from the thirties or maybe forties, and they they use some example of just like do you don't you know they like, talk like this don't you know how Notre Dame got on the map football and it's like dang man this is 1930s and they're like talking about Notre Dame dynasty yeah I mean that, because of football that's how a lot of schools get on the map is athletics as much as we don't like Harvard no okay because they're smart uh Penn whatever Cornell yes because you're smart. smart but most schools they get on the map Yale because of athletics Sports. athletics brings attention athletics brings revenue with revenue you can do other things at your school so athletics are super important in building a university usually mm. that's what they're usually known for so as much as people are, i can't believe they spend this much money on their football program well without that football program there wouldn't be a robotics program Sad, i mean it's true that's a lot of the donations come in because of athletics they're on tv all the time so that's what people need to get yes. so notre dame you're right. Well, because entertainment is important to it's very important to living life. We need an escape. We need something like to go home and sit on the couch and, and watch yell and a game. scream the TV, scream at something the TV to take have, us out of our problems. Yes, have us invest our emotions, break our hearts, or make our night like Dabo Sweeney did for the Clemson Nation. Alabama is in mourning right now. I mean, Sad. I don't think anybody went to work today in Alabama. No one is going to listen to this podcast from Alabama because they are upset. But if I mean, if they are listening, listen like. Just you win know, all the time. You're human. You're they. Hey, Alabama's human. The like, Patriots lose too. Everyone is beatable. Yes. What did we learn? Everyone is beatable. And and I saw a tweet from our buddy Ricky on Twitter. He said every best team ever always loses. It's true. Every because going into the national title game, everybody, I, me included, man, this this Alabama team may be one of the best ever. Blah blah blah. And he was like, if you look at it, every team they announce is the best ever loses in the national championship. I mean, this is, and Deep Eddie again, this is the same in life. Like, everyone always loses. Whoever you think is in the top at the top of the world is going to come down. He said, Unbe- every team that is labeled unbeatable, unbeatable, they end up losing. 05 USC lost, lost. to Texas. 13 
Bama lost eight two thousand eighteen. Bama lost every well, time. He uses he uses USC as example because he's a Texas fan. But, but they weren't no no but, going but into that game. Unbeatable. They were said to be the best college football team of all time. Yes, and they lost. Yes. So yes, and then one more note that was on, Pete Carroll USC. Yes, Reggie Bush, Matt Leiner. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Vince, I mean that was such a good mm-hmm. game. One of the best college games I've ever seen in my life. And one more thing on college football: Cliff Kingsbury, he got fired at Texas Tech. He signed on to be the offensive coordinator at USC. And now he's going out and interviewing for NFL head coaching jobs. And at first, USC blocked him from doing interviews. And now they said, okay, you can go interview. My thing is, Cliff Kingsbury, if you wanted to go to the NFL, don't go sign a contract with USC. If you're going to interview for other jobs, then wait for the NFL jobs to interview and then take a job. But it, I think it's totally wrong. It's kind of backwards. Yes. Like, don't sign with them because, you know, they get this, okay, we got this offensive coordinator, and now if you quit, what do they do? They got to go poach someone else. They got to go find someone else. I don't like what if – you're, if you're thinking about going to the NFL, wait, don't sign on with a It's risky, college, though. It, it's a it's risky. risky because – But and, do you and, believe in yourself – no, and, obviously he doesn't. Well, uh, he believes in himself, I well, think, but it's just it's. I think it's a bad look. Well, coach, it's risky. Would you risk a year off? And and, and the year off is kind of drastic, you know, because yes. I mean people because he ma- he's getting he paid could, from Texas Tech because he's he got bought out. He made million. He's a million for how long? However long his contract. See, was. the problem with here's the problem with the millionaire quote unquote. Like when you make millions of dollars, you spend millions of dollars. Uh, so, when so, you're a coach, I don't think it's as it just depends. I've I've known I've known people like this where they like you know they make a lot of money and they live like they make a lot of money. So when they stop making all that money, guess what? Oh crap! You know, yeah. and, and it's not just you know certain NFL players or whatever people that just aren't used to having money. You just get used to it. You get used to buying. Let me buy a car cash. You know, let me buy my house, my mansion, my mansion exactly how I want it, cash. So then you're just like, oh crap! Like I I need. I need another million to keep up. Yeah. So so it is kind of risky and eek. Does he believe in himself? He does. And and I and I and I, I hope he goes to the NFL if he if he wants to. But I just think it's a dirty move to sign with it USC. Is. Selfish. And then okay, two weeks later, now that NFL teams are come calling, actually guys, you know what? I'm gonna you mm-hmm. guys stay here. I'm gonna go check out the NFL and I might be back. I might be piecing out of here. Leaving them high and dry. But 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 again, I think that people would do it. I mean, I think you, me, I think people would just do that because who do you look out for? You got to look out for yourself. Your own self. You got to look out. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. I got you. question for you though, real quick. Uh, I was watching the game last night, and and this is a non-football related, but what is the difference between some of the Clemson cheerleaders that wear just white Clemson cheerleading uniforms, and then like? The hot Clemson cheerleaders that wear like sparkly and they're they're like supermodels. Didn't even notice them. Coach, there is a huge difference. It was weird. It was just the like A team and the B team. It was A team, B team, and I feel like the B team is like they dance, they 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 have the moves, but they're maybe they may not be as hot. So let's keep them off the camera. Let's get them to hype the crowd up. But listen. Put the camera on the hotties. They're the ones with the shiny, the shiny, okay. the shiny uniform, and they are super hot. They may not dance, they may not do cheers, but they are hot. 
I, did you not notice this last night? Listen, dude, I didn't even notice. There are different levels. Like of I, I did Clemson not notice there was different colored cheerleading uniforms. The cheerleaders have no effect on the game. They're just there. You to, have to watch the game within the game, coach. Dude, I saw hot cheerleaders. I didn't know there. Were, I didn't notice there was two different color uniforms. All I saw was hot, and that was. Well, I, I saw the hot ones, and I was like, "Oh, okay." They got the sparkly uniform, like okay. And then I saw like the. Well, who are those cheerleaders? Those are Clemson cheerleaders in all white with just the paw. Like this is weird. They're not as hot as the other ones. Maybe one's the drill team. No, they, with the, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What the, I, I don't know. I thought about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe maybe the hot ones only come out for big games. <laughs> maybe. I don't. I, I really have no idea. That's an interesting question. Very Maybe someone from Clemson, after they get done partying, they wake up from their hangover, they listen to the Sore Loser Show. If you can hit us up on Sore Loser, let us know. Yeah, Sore Loser Show on I'm Twitter. Curious. Uh, yeah, that's all I got today, man. I was just so hyped up about that game last night and Trevor Lawrence. Oh, and- I, I want to see. Hold on, let me see if Ray Ray had to step out, but let me see if Ray has this audio clip. Oh my gosh, you have an audio clip from Sunday, two days old, that's going to say doink, doink. No, no, it's not. It's actually really funny. Okay. And, and it's funny. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. It's funny because it's in Spanish. So this is a clip from- Oh, I heard this. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You yeah, hear the, it? the call of the missed field goal. Yes, but- it, It's a lot better in Spanish. I mean, but coach, I want to point out a couple of things. One, yeah. The excitement level is so much better. The excitement level is so much better. And two, listen how they- how they cheer, they, they announced that Philly won the game. Listen to how they say Philly is moving on. Philly wins. Philly wins. Okay. Because that to me was important that, they, that the American broadcasters didn't even mention that. Here we go. La temporada está en el pie de Cody Parkey. The game. We don't care. Just hit it. We don't care. <laughs> no. Hey, the game. No one the cares game, what it says. The game's, uh, the game's fate is all on Cody Parker's foot. Here we go. 43 yards. 43 yards. El snap. Le mete el pie. He puts the foot on it. Distancia, dirección. Le dio el poste. No, falló. No, señor. No, señor. No, sir. No, sir. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. Listen, the Eagles have taken off with a win. The Eagles win. That's what he's saying. Hey, Papa! No, senor! No, senor! Chicago! Chicago! No vamos para New Orleans! Philadelphia got a partido! Le dio el poste! Le dio el poste! Y falló! Come on, America. Right, just, just play that without interrupting. Just play it because oh, that's hilarious. Coach, just come on. It. I felt like people didn't know what they were saying. Está en el pie de Cody Parkey. 43 yardas. El snap. Le mete el pie. Distancia, dirección. Le dio el poste. No, falló. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. Los Eagles se van con la victoria. Ay, papá. No, señor. No, señor. Chicago, Chicago. No vamos para New Orleans. Philadelphia gana el partido. Le dio el poste. Le dio el poste. Y falló. Parky falló. Los Eagles ganan el juego. Ay, papá. Dude, that is we, greatness. We have a lot of work to do greatness, here in the United States. Greatness right there. And that dude could not t- he's not going to be able to talk for the next week. 
I was listening to the Titans game. Uh, it was the Titans game before going to the playoffs. The one they won, last minute kind of thing. And so uh, I'm listening to the radio broadcast, and it was the Tennessee station, you know, the Nashville station broadcasting it. And I'm listening to a coach, and that guy was as animated. Maybe yes. it's just radio. I don't know. Maybe it's radio versus I TV. Think, I think that makes a big difference. But this guy, and I love, and we've talked about this a little bit, I love that if it's your team and you, your radio station is from the city that that team's in, oh. you're allowed to be biased and call it biasly. So I guess that does play a little bit into it. Yes. But – this guy, coach, he was so excited when the Titans won. He goes, my Titans win! The Titans win! Happy Merry Christmas to me! Merry Christmas to me! See, that's awesome. <laughs> I, and I think it must be radio. It has to be radio. Maybe. I love the homerness in radio. I love it all. I love it. I love it. I, would, I mean, I should have looked up the Clemson audio because, well, I don't know. There wasn't a dramatic moment when they won. It was just over. So... Yeah, what a day. What a day. I just want to – the quote of the day yesterday, can I just say it? Yesterday? Yeah. Phil, what was yesterday? You. you. What? Man, that Clemson D, it's not going to have any effect on the outcome of the game. Coach. Oh, boy. I mean, I I was wrong. What do you want me to say? I was wrong. It was uh, – Again. It was so funny because the first first throw tackle – Interception. Interception pick six. Pick six. six. And I was like, that Clemson D is not going to have any effect on that. And I saw that pick six. I was like, all right. You know, he started started strong. And I was like, hey, okay, they got lucky. All right, he threw the pass. You know, and got picked. What do you? What can you do about it? Move on. And then the next next drive happened. I'm like, ah, see, there they go. Here comes Alabama again. And man, I was just wrong. Man, it was whatever. It was, it was fun. It was. Hey, that's that's. But that's what's fun. You get predictions. Sometimes yeah. you're right. Sometimes you're wrong. Congrats, Clemson. We'll see you next year. No, we'll be back tomorrow. But everybody have a great day. We out. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.